Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of the Blurred Podcast. What is the Blurred Podcast about? It is about all things nerd culture, comic books, video games, movies, TV shows, anything that's just cool and nerdy. So, all right, to kick it off, we have Green Tuner. Hello. Creamcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? And myself, the Ed Underground. What is up? So. Hey. Hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'll start it up. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I started watching the the Justice League Snyder cut finally. Um hey! was pretty deep in until I pressed the pause button to to come uh record. And I'm only halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I still got two more hours to go. <laughs> but yeah, that's, uh that's what sucks so far so good though. God damn it, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I don't know if it was just low expectations, but it's really, really good so far. Well, I went in with low expectations because I saw the first, uh, the Josh Whedon cut, yeah. which I thought was terrible. It so, really yeah. So the only reason why I got HBO Max was because of the Snyder cut, because of the hype behind it. So I wanted to give it a shot. And I, even though it's four hours... I love it. I want to see it a second time. It's been what's uh, two weeks? It's not like two weeks. Two yeah. three weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Even though I said like I was pretty deep into it, um, it didn't feel like two hours went by. Yeah. It felt like maybe forty minutes went by. Yeah. Uh, it's that that's really really entertaining. There's no like boring, uh, you know, stretches like the the original one. Uh, so yeah, even though I have two more hours left, I, I'm pretty sure I'll go by quick. Yeah, and no fake mustache cover up or whatever. Yeah, mm. fake CGI. <laughs> fake CGI. Yeah, the the jo- the Josh. Oh, I'll say the Josh Josh Joshus Josh's cut. This is Josh Whedon cut. <laughs> the Sweden uh, cut. Yeah, the Whedon cut. Sweden. Um, Sweden. 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 <laughs> I mean, I think that's a disgrace of Sweden. You know, that's yeah. re- really talking bad about them. Um, no, I think that the we the Whedon cut was definitely the um, culmination of bad, um, just a bad parent company with Warren Bro- Warner Brothers trying to replicate Marvel to an extent that it just destroyed the entire vision of the complete Snyderverse and just the entire feel of uh, Justice League. So when watching Snyder's cut, it actually felt like these are really like badass characters. Like Batman was still Batman. Um, Wonder Woman was still a woman, not a sex symbol, you know? Um, Like that's like with Whedon, like he, you know, like that one scene with Whedon where uh, Wonder Woman uh, is falling and Flash saves her. Flash like lays on her chest. Like that's that's extra gratuitous, like funny laughs. That's just really not necessary for a film, especially when you come from like the Dark Knight series trilogy to this. And um, you, you even Wonder Woman, you know, you go from those kind of like ser- more serious tone movies to this. It's just like it doesn't feel correct. It feels campy. So the Snyderverse is just and the Snyder cut is just is what everybody has wanted. You know, adults have wanted out of a comic book movie. You know, while the Avengers and the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe is very light and for the most part has been very, I don't say kitty to an extent. You know, people have it's been kind family of family friendly, like very yeah. family friendly. It is. It's it's safe. 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 Yeah. Safe. Yeah. 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 That's that's a good way to say it. Um, and with like with old like old Marvel, like with Blade. Blade was not family friendly. <laughs> Blade was very adult themed. Oh yeah. I think people have kind of missed that. You know, we've missed those gritty uh, superhero um, movies. Because superheroes are not the family friendly. Captain America, even though he's America's justice and truth and so forth, Captain America could throw down. He he has killed. And it's not like a, oh, well, you know, hey, we're just best friends. Like, you know, we miss those mature movies. So I'm very happy with the uh, Whedon cut. I think it's the best thing that has come out of uh, DC in a long time. You know, I'm still a Man of Steel fan. And Man of Steel, I think, fits that same motif of maturity. And I love it. 
I love the tone of uh, a Snyder cut. Like it, I can finally say for once, this feels like a DC movie because of the tone. Like, you know how Marvel is very, it's very colorful and all that stuff. And it, it suits Marvel, but DC, I felt like they were trying to just copy and paste everything from Marvel onto DC and they did it in the wrong way. Like everything kind of went by too quickly. They mm-hmm. kind of just like push everything together, just hoping it worked and, and it didn't work. But I love the pacing of S- the Snyder cut. I know green tuner. You're not, uh, you're two hours, only two, only two hours into it. Mm-hmm. But, um, even though you've only two hours into it, you can feel like it's a better pace than, um, uh, the Whedon cut. Yeah. Uh, so much so that I'll be honest, I, I watched the uh, Whedon cut and I can't remember anything because I fell asleep <laughs> through most of it. Wow. I remember like bits and pieces. I remember like the final battle where, uh, if I remember correctly, where like Superman's following Flash with his eyes or something. Is that yeah. the one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's what I mean. So I, I fell well, that's mid battle. Well, that's the thing. That that's how little <laughs> I remember of it. It was so boring. I just I honestly fell asleep with the original one. Right. This one's completely opposite. It's just um, it's much much more entertaining. It holds your attention way 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 better than than the the original one. Yeah, yeah. Well, the- I think well, I think with Cyborg, like Cyborg's story, is really. Like when you when we then took out and we, I think we should talk about also in, in in a little bit is the kind of controversy behind the Whedon version with just mm. the cast members themselves. Yeah, I don't know if you guys are up to up to date with some of that stuff, but yeah, he totally removed Cyborg. That's the thing though. Like I remember when they announced Cyborg because I've never liked Cyborg um, <laughs> as a character. Ah, yeah, okay, um, I, I can't agree to that. He's very. I, I'm just saying because I was like, all right, well, if they're gonna if they really want to put like a a uh, black hero why can't they just get like green lantern or someone right. that's cooler with you know neater powers and everything and then that. after watching the original one uh the whedon one it i felt it proved my punch more because i couldn't even remember cyborg right but now that i'm seeing this one then i can actually see that cyborg had a much much bigger part oh yeah um, and honestly yeah and then i saw my like, guy right, well yeah okay so the cyborg is a, it's perfect for this movie yeah it's um yeah, they did him a lot of injustice to the the character. Yeah. Um, yeah, because if you if they never released the Snyder cut, I would have sworn that Cyborg was a waste of time for yep. for you know for the Justice League. I well, agree. He, he absolutely was. And I feel like with the Whedon version, it <clears throat> the Whedon version was very focused on the Trinity of well, not even the Trinity. I was well, kind of the Trinity. I would say Superman, Wonder Woman, and Batman. Batman, and, that's it. <clears throat> that's it. And you know, you have the Flash, who is a very powerful character in his own right. Like people really sleep on how powerful the Flash is. Yeah, the Flash can, you know, at certain points hold his own ground with Superman in terms of strength of how hard he can actually hit him. And and he's definitely faster than Superman. I hate this whole thing that people <laughs> yeah, say. He's- He's, he's infinitely faster. he's infinitely faster than Superman. So people sitting here like Superman is just as fast. Like with the Whedon cut, I'm like that's such horrible fan service. Is yeah. that's like a fan service to somebody who really doesn't truly know comic books and yeah. don't know these characters. But with Cyborg, I, I feel like in the Whedon cut, he made him like an accessory. Like yeah. you know, you have the main background. Characters, he's just a background character. Yeah. And but with the the Snyder cut he feels like he's truly the heart of the story. He's the actually the main character, yeah. I would say, honestly, of the story. And because you see everything that revolves around him and his father is kind of what leads to almost up to the, the final battle of the whole, the whole Justice League movie. And the, like you, you haven't seen the end of all this. So I'm not going to, you know, mm-hmm. ruin ruin that for you because it's a great experience. Okay. But, oh yeah. But the cyborg's emotions in like the final scene of the Justice League movie, from all the things that happened in the beginning, is very compelling. And I, I mean, honestly, like if I could rewatch the movie just to watch the final battle, like have you seen the Whedon cut? That final battle with Cyborg trying to get into the mother boxes and so forth. Just like, you know, the same thing. That's the same premise mm-hmm. with the Whedon cut. Um, 
it's the the feeling is so much different. Oh yeah, so mm-hmm. much different, and there's so much more invested into it emotionally than it was in the Weeding Cut because the Weeding Cut just felt like a typical superhero movie, like yeah. the entire Marvel yeah. series where you know at the end the good guys are gonna win, yay! <laughs> you know that's how it always is. But with the week with the Snyder Cut, you're like, man, you know this Steppenwolf guy, he, he's actually a very dangerous character. Yeah. It's not like, oh, we know 100% everybody's going to win. It, you actually feel emotionally invested to it. So it, it, it's it's a totally different experience. And I hope with Warner Brother now seeing how popular, even though the Whedon Cut still hasn't made more money than uh, Wonder Woman, uh, at least in the initial box office release, people, I hope Warner Brothers can see like people really want this universe. And yeah. And I think the only reason why it was crippled as much as for sales is because of COVID. So I, I think that I think that the Snyder, I hope I say I hope the Snyderverse gets restored because Warner Brothers definitely needs this W because if night woman 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 nineteen eighty four is any indication of the <laughs> path Warner Brothers is going, they're in trouble. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I, I like how <clears throat> how it was treated um the justice league with this new one so far uh what i enjoyed were like the little details so with uh flash right they show that because he moves so fast whenever he tries to save someone he has to be gentle because that girl at the beginning then the car crash if he would have gone at full speed and just grabbed her he would have snapped her spine in half right uh just trying to save her and they show the fact that he has to be extremely gentle and careful in order to like help people or, you know, little touches and pushes or the fact that he is burning a ton of calories every time he he goes into, you know, the, the alternate dimension that makes him go fast. Uh-huh. Uh, so he's always consuming. Yeah, exactly. So he's always consuming food and everything. I like those little touches um, much better. And yeah, th- so far, this uh, cyborg has been better just because, um, like I said, it, it was just such a lame character in the original one. I didn't even remember him. Right. Uh, have any of you guys watched uh, Doom Patrol? I've watched bits and pieces of it. Bits and pieces. Yeah, because yeah, I remember before this, I had watched uh, Doom Patrol, uh-huh. and the cyborg in there is, uh, it's incredible. It's it it's a great, 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 great cyborg. Um, I haven't watched this one so far, uh-huh. but the cyborg in Doom Patrol is amazing. the The story's like really good. The character they chose, uh, it's basically the new one is like. All right, so like the Snyder one, the Justice League, uh-huh. the Cyborg's like a brooding, um, yeah, angry at life uh, type character, which is cool. Uh-huh. But then with the Doom Patrol, he still has his issues, but he's more like a, a teenager, Teen like Titans a young type. adult. Yeah, exactly. It's like a young adult. Um, and it reminded me a lot of like the cartoon Teen Titans. Yes. So, yeah, if you guys ever get a chance to like... Uh, dive deeper especially you Ed, since you have uh hbo max you should give doom patrol a try and and that cyborg is legit um but yeah so just as league so far uh really really good i like the fact uh like eric said that this uh, all the characters are fleshed out way 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 better oh yeah like this wonder woman is the wonder woman that i wanted yes with, uh, yeah. legit you know kills warrior none <laughs> right. of that whole love will save you crap yeah. you know what i mean it's uh. because that's how she's in the comics in the comics she's ruthless yeah she, yeah. she doesn't care she's her and aquaman are both killers cold-blooded killers yeah uh the only one that doesn't kill is superman and batman right and even that causes tension sometimes between them so yeah yeah yeah, yeah i appreciate I th- how like um they they pay attention to every character in the snyder cut like the weeding cut I did not like the Flash. I did not like no. Aquaman. I did not like, um, especially Cyborg. Like there was, like, why are you even there? That's how I, I felt about yeah. it. Yeah, it sounds like we're trying to be politically correct or something. But it's <laughs> yeah. the truth, though. They they did him wrong. They yeah. definitely came over. Yeah, it, they did. Yeah, they. Yeah, like I, if I was him, I'd be in the same place. I would completely hate the studio and hate Whedon for just screwing me over so badly. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure he was banking on that being, you know, I mean, I don't know what else he's been in, but if yeah. it seemed like that was his big, big, big break. 
Oh yeah. wow! Well, it's, uh, for Ezra Miller, I can't. I don't know Ezra Miller and uh, for Ray Fisher, uh, you know Ezra is the Flash, yeah. and then Ray is the is Cyborg. Yeah, that was it. Was really kind of their big breaks. I mean, when you get a franchise like that, like let's think of like Chris Pine, not Chris Pine, um, Chris um, Pratt, Scrap, something like that. No, not Chris Pratt. Um, oh, um. um, 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 um uh, Captain America, no Captain oh, America. Chris Pratt yeah. is a uh, Star Lord, uh, Star-Lord. but the other Chris, yeah. I, I won't say Hemsworth. Chris Evans. Chris Evans. Evan. Yes. Yeah. 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 Chris <laughs> Evans. I mean, before this, Chris Evans, you know, he was uh, Human Torch. Human, Human Torch. Torch. Yeah, he was Human and, Torch. And some teen movies. Yeah. Yeah, the of, teen movie comedies. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He really wasn't, you know, as popular as he is now. So, you know, that really gives credence to how powerful. Um, superhero movies are it's oh, yeah. kind of like it kind of think of it like game of thrones like when you look at amelia clark right she was relatively a nobody before mm-hmm. these big shows so when there's like comic book adaptions book adaptions and people love them you know the actors who play these roles are 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 catapulted into stardom yeah, and Peter I'm sure, Dinklage. yeah, Peter Dinklage. Like, you know, yeah. these these actors are put into a, a, a new stratosphere. So for Ezra Miller and for Ray Fisher, I'm sure this was their big break. This was them getting to spotlight. They have multi-movie comic book deals. And with how well the Snyderverse is being received and people have rated it uh, compared to the Whedon cut. Like the Whedon cut, I think it has like a 30% something Rotten Tomato score. Yeah. But in the Snyder cut, is that 70, 70 something percent, 80%? That would have solidified their roles definitely in future movies and could have made, made their whole career. And, you know, this, when people talk about Ray Fisher and how much he's complained about the, like the racism of Josh Whedon and how he was treated on set and how like Gal Gadot, you know, recently came out and said that, you know, yeah. Josh Whedon said, if you don't do this part, I'm going to ruin your career. Yeah. Like, you know, you can't be a crappy director and then, you know, threaten your, <laughs> threaten your, your cast. cast and be like, I'm going to do this to you. I'm going to ruin you. So like, for me, I feel like Josh Whedon, Personally, I feel like he is done. He should be done in the comic book movies. His la- his movie, one movie that I really liked that he did was Cabin in the Woods. Cabin in the Woods was a phenomenal movie. Yeah, one of my really favorite good. horror yeah. movies. Of I will definitely put it in my top ten horror movies. I didn't see that movie though. But oh, it's, it's great! It's great. Like watch it. it. It's not like a scary horror movie. It's almost like like suspense. Uh, it's almost like mm-hmm. the. Ex- let's say the marvel extended universe of like monsters and creatures oh okay yeah yeah it's really really good it's really really good. really good yeah i i honestly will put it in my top i love horror movies yeah. i'll put it easily in my probably even my top five horror movies if not maybe top three honestly um oh wow but yeah josh Whedon, he was a writer for that and i think writer and director for that movie um so josh Whedon has talent he absolutely does it has great uh ideas and and has the ability to make great movies and you know he's worked on firefly that's kind of where he's known for his fire really yeah yeah he um directed most of uh or i I don't know if all of it but i know he directed a lot a lot of episodes in firefly huh yeah so yeah he's been around for a while yeah he's been he's been around for a long time um i think he did i thought i think he also did stargate as well um so okay. yeah, Josh, yeah, Josh Wayne's been around, but when it comes to superhero movies, like Age of Ultron, everybody is pretty much unequivocally <laughs> said that Age of Ultron is the worst Avengers movie out of all of them. Now, I'm not saying it's, it's still not a horrible, horrible movie, not as bad as Justice League, but it's still bad. So um, that was the only Avengers movie I did not like. I, I think that's or really pretty, only Marvel movie I didn't like really. Uh, they got some bad Marvel movies. They got uh, some bad ones. <laughs> they got some. Bad what ones. is it? Uh, Thor: The Dark World or whatever. Thor: Dark World was absolutely yeah. horrible. God damn, that was so boring. That was the. <laughs> I, I'm I'm so happy that Chris Hemsworth got another shot. And uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Loki. Ragnarok. Uh, no, no, no. The director. Uh, YD. Uh, YTT. YTT. Taki. I love YTT. Uh, yeah. Yeah. He he saved the Thor franchise because. After Dark World, I I said there was no way Thor was able to come yeah. back, and they did. But well, that was my probably 
that is one of my top Marvel movies of like the current ones, even yeah. above probably like the Avenger movies. Yeah. The Ragnarok was just it's what I want in a Marvel movie. Yeah. You know, I don't want in world ending things all the time. I want to see crazy <laughs> creatures and alien worlds and the Hulk going toe to toe in battle, you know, battle armor against yeah. Thor. Right. You know. Yeah, it it was definitely if you're gonna make it campy, if you're gonna make a, a superhero movie campy, that is the perfect one. And yeah, the humor was great. Oh yeah, Cork Cork was, I mean, one of the best <laughs> comic reliefs ever. I mean, I think honestly, he's one of the best characters in a Marvel movie, uh, especially as a side character because of how good his delivery lines were and is relatable. They're funny. Um, there was adult jokes sprinkled in that you would get if you're an adult like with you know the hammer the hammer pulled you off like that was like it's such a classic line <laughs> um but going back to josh whedon you know josh whedon is you know i think he's done i hopefully he is done and i hope he kind of gets shamed out of the superhero uh genre because you kind of have you're over two right now <laughs> you know you're not bad in a thousand you you have you have you you didn't ruin the the Marvel universe. The Marvel universe, no matter if it's a bad director, you're still going to that that franchise is going to stay around. Yeah. But with Justice League, he single I, I mean single handedly he destroyed the Justice League and you know the chance that there might be a actual a, uh, Justice League universe or even a Ben Affleck movie, a uh, Batman movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. that's impressive to put on your resume. Firefly, <laughs> uh, Cabin in the Woods, uh, Age of Ultron actually killed Batman. He is yeah. the bat- he is the Joker in real life. So um yeah, we'll see. But uh Joshua did not think he should be done from doing comic book movies altogether. So I hope that mm-hmm. anybody from Marvel or from DC who sees this, please do not um put Josh Whedon at the helm because yeah, please, yeah. he's not yeah. he's, he's just not good at, um, in, in these well, type of genres it was also uh, the studio too it's not because all uh, Snyder wanted was just a small break because of the personal tragedy right. and the studio was like you know what screw that we're going to bring someone else in and you know finish what you started so it's not just Whedon even though I don't like his you know him but um it was also the studio so well the thing is it's like with the with so mar i mean warner brothers well you know snyder you know i don't know if you read or listened to the interview that snyder did of why he actually left you know snyder was just saying like he was just after the tragedy that happened he said there was just no he was just tired he's like Mm. it it was petty it was petty comparing what he had he was going through and fighting them on every single issue. If mm-hmm. Warner Brothers were not trying to fight him on his vision and trying to fight, fight him on different things, like because remember he was going to bring in the uh, Green Lantern, and he was you know trying to figure out whether he was bringing the White Green Lantern, you know Hal Jordan or the Black one. And he was like, I don't know. He was <laughs> like, you know, but they they were literally fighting him on that. And I think that um, I can't. I can't remember the other issues that he was fighting them on, but he was just saying like, he's like, it gets to the point, like, you know, I've gone, I'm going through this tragedy. Am I seriously going to sit here and waste my time fighting the studio on small issues that are really inconsequential to the movie and they're pushing back on everything. He was like, okay, I'm just done. You know, I I'd rather deal with if, the, if Warner brothers had given him the free reign to do whatever, Sorry said he would have stayed on, you know, he would have taken that break, but because they kept wanting to fight him, it's like in his life, he's like, you know, I just went, I'm going through this. Why do I need to list, listen to you on mm-hmm. petty things? It's just ridiculous. And yeah. gave it up. And I, I think he did the right thing. I think Warner mm-hmm. Brothers, I definitely blame Warner Brothers just for being, they're so focused on trying to copy Marvel yeah. that they're not focused on what actually works for the DC Universe and what's good for the DC Universe because mm-hmm. the six part thing that Snyder has done Steyer said in the movie theater, it would have been a, there would have been an intermission in the movie. So you would have watched, you know, part up to part three, the two hours, like where you're at, yeah. it took a, like maybe it took a 15 minute intermission to start the movie again. Pre COVID, I know a lot of people have been like, oh, up in arms, but true comic book fans, we wouldn't have cared. We would have been like, yeah. all right, cool, yeah. whatever. Let's just, just, let's do this. I want to see this vision. So or just 
split it like they did with uh, Endgame and all those. Yeah, they could have yeah. split it. Uh, that movie, like I said, so far, if it had finished up to the point where I'm at and they're like, oh, to be continued or whatever, mm-hmm. I would have been fine. It's yeah. a it's a really good movie so far. I would have yeah. loved that, too. Like, um, I'm surprised they didn't do anything like that because this Snyder's vision is so well put together that I would not mind if it was split into two movies. Yeah. Uh, but we got what we got with the uh, Whedon. I'm so glad mm-hmm. that um, Snyder's cut, the Snyder cut, was released. Got released. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought that you know a year or two ago that this would have happened? I kept when I heard about it being. I'm I'm a very sadistic person, so I was like, man, I hope I I stay alive. <laughs> I hope I don't like <laughs> die in a random car crash and I can't see the Snyderverse because on my on my last words like. Snyder, <laughs> like I'm glad this is this is this was a dream come true. Honestly, just like when I saw Man of Steel, um, you know, I was like, this is the perfect Superman movie. This is the Superman movie that I want as a big Superman fan. Um, same thing for the Justice League. I would have never thought in a million years that I would have seen a Justice League that was as good as this. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to slightly disagree with Eric on this one. Whoa. Yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. Um, let's, let's start. Let's go. Let's, right, go let's do it. No, I, I agree. The Justice League, great. Batman, great. The only thing I think with um, Superman movie, mm-hmm. it's just the character doesn't lend itself to like Snyder's like dark vision. So I think that's why it turned off a lot of people. Because the thing is, like, let's say endgame or you know going back to obviously who's doing it sure. like if you watch uh guardians of the galaxy and you watch uh black panther let's uh-huh. say just those two universes completely separate guardians of the galaxy very fun quirky light-hearted uh-huh. no big stakes you know just all around very kid let's well let's call it family friendly very very nice uh-huh. black panther and they're a little more serious you know mercenaries uh-huh. uh you know, killings, shootings, mm-hmm. robberies, uh, battle, you know, with high stakes, you know, uh, death, you know, the all these more darker themes. Yeah. But then you bring them together in a darker movie, mm-hmm. even though Guardians of the Galaxy is lighthearted and, you know, funny and all that stuff. It's still they still fit into the darker themes. So sure. like with uh, Superman, I wish he was a little bit lighter. And then when they bring him into the Justice League, then it can be part of like a darker theme altogether. Um, just because Superman can be dark, but generally speaking, Superman is like the, you know, the the Boy the, Scout, the Boy Scout, yeah. yeah. Uh, so uh, that that's the only part. Like I, I enjoyed Men of Steel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't know if it was the right tone for Superman, where he's just you know very dark and. You know, Superman is supposed to be more about like hope and, you know, like uh, a Boy Scout, you know, all around clean person. And then you have the polar opposite, which is Batman. And then, you know, that they can play against each other. I think they went that route because um, we just got fresh off of uh, the Dark Knight uh, trilogy. And it kind of led like they're trying to copy that tone a little bit, that serious tone, even though it's two separate universes. Um What's his name? Who did Dark Knight? Uh, well, Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. Nolan's universe is different from Snyder's universe completely. But I think they were trying to have that same that same feel, that same dark tone kind of transfer into uh, uh, Snyder's Superman. So I think that's why they did that. Now, I do want to see that, you know, that Boy Scout, um, you know, kind of lighthearted um, Superman, because that's what I grew up grew up with. That's what yeah. we all know and love. Mm-hmm. So when I when I see that, you know, kind of dark, gritty Superman, I was like, uh, I mean, I I love the visuals. I, I I'm kind of digging this Superman, but mm-hmm. it it's not the same Superman that I know from um, from years and years ago. Yeah, like, from like yeah. comics, cartoons, like um, everything, like even just the cartoons you know superman if you watch the the cartoons he was like oh yeah bright colors that popped off the screens yeah uh you know uh villains everything was like worldwide you know worldwide extermination worldwide whatever 
it was grand, but it was also very lighthearted. And then if you watch the Batman animated series, it was like dark, yes, uh, dark themes, uh, crime, uh, even the color. If I remember correctly, they would use like black uh, stock uh-huh. of paper uh-huh. yeah. and just paint on the black stock of paper just to give it that super rich dark color huh. um and then you know when they had justice league the cartoon they worked well together and batman didn't have to turn into like a goofy character oh, and superman you. didn't have to turn into like a dark brooding character <laughs> superman was still like you know very honorable very for justice and peace and then batman was still you know angry all the time brooding you know always <laughs> second guessing everyone right. always you know keeping track of everyone you know um so that, that's the only thing i wish with superman that would be a little more lighthearted. and then when they bring him into the justice league fold then you know they can work on that because flash flash himself is not a dark character he's oh, yeah. the comic relief and he yeah. works great in the uh you know the darker snyder universe yeah yeah i i I mean, I agree with everything that you guys are saying. It's, but what I, I guess what I say for me, I, I like the the reality of what Superman is. Um, Superman is ultimately a, he could be a possible world ender. And, you know, in a lot of the, the, the campier family friendly Superman, it's like, there's no possibility that this guy could ever destroy the world. This guy is for truth and justice. He's the, he is the Warner brothers version of captain America, except that he's mm-hmm. an alien with heat vision and supersonic speed and flying and all this other stuff. Um, and I think that with Snyder, he really, the reason why I like the Superman so much is that he deals with the dynamic of this person is still a person. Uh, Superman is not a, a, the moral compass of everything that he has the capability of, you know, having true emotions and, you know, but with, you know, this is nothing new, um, you know, with Lois uh, possibly dying and more different universes of Superman, um, Superman snaps. And like with the injustice the timeline, Superman yeah. snaps. Oh, you know, I love he, that timeline. He he killed ends up killing the Joker because of Joker had set off that nuclear bomb and ended up killing Lois. Yeah. And that's that's the kind of Superman I want. That's the kind of Superman I like because this is Superman that you know he is a he even though he's a, not a human in a, in a typical sense, he's pretty much a human. And he has to go through his human emotions where he has to constantly check himself everything that he does and <clears throat> older supermans uh, other like comic books and so forth he like, talks about he's like I, or and especially in justice uh timeline he was just talking about you know every second of every day i have to be careful what i do what how i use my powers and so forth because i could kill people you know by mistake and with snyder's version it really tones down how powerful superman is but makes him still a very viable threat at all times. Because um, they think of like the older Superman, like Superman Returns, the older movies. You know, Superman was able to lift entire islands and so forth. I, that kind of <laughs> turns me off from Superman because, like, even with like the older Superman movies, a lot of people and people have always questioned this: like, why is there a Justice League in general? Because if Superman was actually able to do what he wanted to do at full power all the time, he can destroy kill anybody really at any point in time you know when it comes to superman and dark side you know it's kind of a, a a real winner there's always a real kind of a real winner in those type of movies if you take dark side outside of anti-life and all those other stuff superman is still more powerful than dark side and straight in a straight fist cuffs it's got and, yeah yeah but it's that, also what, what holds him back is his morality right so he can kill but he chooses not to kill yeah which you know they always uh, push so yeah he he could stop most threats um and you're right that i mean that's just the curse of a superpowered character right it's the same reason why they can't make the hulk work uh with marvel right because uh, yep. technically hulk is invincible there's yeah. no way to destroy him 
Right. I think he, he actually, you know, he actually kills God at one point. Yeah. Oh, he, he kills God and takes on God's powers at one point. Um, not like God, like Christian God, but he kills a God and takes <laughs> God's power. Yeah, I was about to faint right now. He's like, yeah. oh, <laughs> I didn't hear that God died. <laughs> I was watching um, Comic Storian and um, he was uh, giving details on one one comic origin of the Hulk, how he got his his true power comes from uh, hell or Satan. That's true. There is a version. I, I, I think there was. Or I I do remember a version. As I wish uh, Syed was here. Oh um, yeah, the comic yeah, historian. Yeah, he is the true comic historian. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I think there was a, a version where he did get his powers from hell. Um, but I don't remember. I don't remember the full storyline. I just remember. Want to read it in? I want to read it. Yeah, I'll read it. Yeah. Oh, Why would I read? Because <laughs> you went to hell. I play. I play Doom. <laughs> you're going to hell for that too. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, your, your time. Your, your time has come. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was actually going to buy the Doom. Um, Doom's on sale right now. Uh, I think this is the base game for 66.6 percent off. I'm oh. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yes. This. If this is my time. This is my time. I'm like, yeah. Give up eternal, <laughs> eternal paradise. Or play Doom Eternal. I think Doom Eternal is probably oh going to win. Um, or you can get Game Pass for twelve ninety nine. dollars <laughs> Or I mean, buy the switch. game for how much? <laughs> yeah, I could buy the game for like $15. But, I mean, it kind of is what it is. But, no, I mean, I, I, that, that is the curse of super super super-powered people. And that's, that's the one thing I hate about Superman. I love Superman. I love superman as a character but it's that eternal curse of him being as strong as he is and i hate in the past movies where he's been able to like i said lift islands and so forth i don't want my superman to be that powerful i want him to be powerful enough where um kind of reminds me of like i don't know if you guys watch uh invincible but no not yet okay so like you know okay well i won't bring up that analogy but um (laughs) i want to have my superman be strong enough where i mean he's a a a legit threat to the world at any point in time he can be a legit threat to anybody else but i don't want everything like with a snyder cut even snyder kind of disappointed me a little bit everybody's like oh superman's dead now you know all the other worlds know that he's dead everybody was scared of the kryptonian i was like okay i i get it like be scared of kryptonian but i don't want everything to be about how super strong superman was you know snyder got kind of right and kind of wrong in my opinion i I, what i like i will say so that's why but overall man of steel and tone wise i get why you want him to be family friendly can't be lighthearted but i just like the i love the dilemma the dilemma of and the kind of the duality of, hey, I'm super strong, but I have emotions and I can snap at any time and kill if I need, if I want to. And really, I really like to see that struggle more or less than anything else. If it was lighthearted and he was still struggling with that, I'll be fine with that. But I think Snyder and Lisa Man still got that right of, hey, I'm super strong. I can, I could kill you. I don't want to, but I will, blah, 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 type of situation. And I think that's what makes Superman a great movie. And I think that makes it better than any other Superman that's been created thus far. Do you think that um, the infight in Man of Steel, um, that DBZ fight between Zod and in a Superman, Kal El, yeah. um, with that <laughs> death toll, and he, and he killed half uh, an half the population of a city, and he also yeah. killed Zod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, guy. yeah. Everyone's like, oh, well, he killed. A-. Yeah, he. You see those buildings fall down? Yeah, right. Yeah. All right. He he basically killed half a city, and everyone's like, "Oh, are here." That's what I'm saying. Like with Superman, it's he turned them into like a, a killer, basically. But the- so I mean, I understand the fact that <laughs> that it's it's good to have him like you know deal with this and all these dark themes. But we already have Batman for that. We already have you know a guy that's angry all the time and you know can do all these things. Uh, it'd be nice, a nice, refreshing change to have the Superman of old back. Superman killed even in the original Christopher Reeves Superman when he fought Zod. Yeah. Remember when he he was he went inside the chamber? Okay, and they Lex Lex was like, oh, he's like the powers are being turned. He, you know, he, Superman's losing his powers, and Zod and everybody else, Fiora was outside, 
And come to find out, it was the reverse. He had tricked Zod, not Zod, uh, Lex, to thinking that he was losing all his powers, um, being inside of the little chamber, and Zod was the one that ended up losing his powers. And he ended up throwing them down that ice chasm, and so his <laughs> fortress of solitude. And Fatality. what do you think happened? What do you think happened to him? They were <laughs> they were humans, and he was throwing them <laughs> into down a deep crystal cave. He kills them. But the people, well, I mean, maybe he had super nets down there. We don't know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, super sure. clouds. Sure. Super clouds. Right, that, super pillows. Yeah. Just in case. Cushion just, them as they fell. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. That's that's exactly what happened. But yeah. I mean, I understand that people, I mean, people were upset. Yeah. The Superman, like, whoa, Superman kill, especially in the first movie of this revisioning of Superman. Like, I get it. But in reality, Superman, kind of like with Wonder Woman in the Snyder Cut, right? Wonder Woman, this is the difference between like directorial vision, what's actually kind of realistic if these mm-hmm. metahumans existed. Superwoman and Snyder Cut, she she killed these guys. Like she was throwing Wonder guys Woman. against Wait, the Superwoman? wall. Oh, yeah, Wonder Woman. I'm Wonder Woman. I'm Wonder sorry. Woman. Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. It was like, did I just miss an entire part of the movie? Did I like have a stroke? And there was Superwoman <laughs> the entire time. Like uh, Wonder Woman, she was actually killing these guys. Like when in the in the hostage scenario, and she she was killing all the bad guys. And she actually killed all the bad guys that were in the room. Unlike the Whedon cut, she only killed, or she only fought like three of them out of the, like the eight that were actually shown. I've been watching a lot of videos on um, inconsistencies <laughs> in the Whedon cut. Um, but I actually like, forgot about that part. Yeah, yeah but yeah. I mean, even Wonder Woman's always been a killer, though. I don't oh, think yeah. they ever established her any other way. Like that's why I said Wonder yeah. Woman, Aquaman, they're killers. Oh they, yeah, they've killed plenty yeah. of times, and they hate each other. They've too. never been shy about killing. Well, uh, well, yeah. yeah, they hate each other, but I mean, certain storylines they've actually they know, got along. Lovers, no, they've been lovers. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Batman. I mean, not Batman. Uh, Wonder Woman uh, and Aquaman. Yeah. Until, yeah. He, until Wonder Woman uh, killed Mira. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Wonder Woman. Ended oh, up I remember that Mira. one. Yeah, <laughs> she ended up like yeah, decapitating yeah. Mira, but Mira attacked yeah. her for sleeping with her man, and mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonder Woman was like, "I ain't gonna have it." She's like, "I want peace." <laughs> But you can catch these hands. It ends up killing, <laughs> killing her and taking her crown and wearing her crown. This is for this is the flashpoint, but um, the flashpoint paradox. But um, yeah, uh huh. No, I said I love the flashpoint. Paradox. Yeah, flashpoint was phenomenal. yeah, it's good. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's just I just think man, still was this was the best one, and I I really enjoyed it. But I, I'm really upset that they're not going to or they're not entertaining the fact that there should be a second one because then they could come with a a second one that's like more lighthearted. Mm-hmm. i mean they've kind of hit a lot of the major super major villains of superman you know with batman versus superman and um with general zod i mean they can obviously do more but i wish i kind of wish there was a second one because yeah i wouldn't be i wouldn't mind a rede- redemption story where they make it more lighthearted world ending scale but make it more lighthearted and have that be like okay he's lighthearted until he meets until they go back into the Justice line, Justice League line, and go with the Snyderverse as what they predicted it, they wanted it to be. So yeah, or because the thing I don't think uh, Snyder can do lighthearted, no. just from his past work. No. Yep. Um. So may, even if Snyder got to at least pick who could direct, you know, or help direct, you know, a lighter. Superman would be better because I think if Snyder tries to do like a lighthearted Superman, it's I don't know how it's that's not gonna, gonna work. turn out. It's, it's not, not gonna work. work. Yeah, his... because it's I mean I, I love Snyder, but it, it seems like it's always a thing, the same thing that he kind of he has his own cliches in movies yeah. where it's always like, all right, I'm gonna slow everything down. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm going to put some music that I like. Three hundred. Yeah, th- three hundred. <laughs> Watchmen. Yeah, Watchmen. I'm yeah. snowing right now with Justice League. Yeah. It's like. All right, let's have Aquaman slow down and (laughs) as he's drinking whiskey, play some music, and then let's have him pollute his own home by smashing a glass bottle against the pier so that fish can get cut up. (laughs) And then he just like dives back in the ocean. Yeah, he is kind of a jerk (laughs) in the the movie. Yeah. You know, I could kind of understand why Orin wants to destroy all those surface dwellers, but he needs also, that, and I can see why he wants to kill his brother because yeah. uh, he's just as bad as yeah. uh, regular humans. So it's fine. I don't mind like a jerk thing, but I'm just saying, like, even if uh, Snyder tried to do um, 
I like Harder. I just don't know how that is going to turn out. I, so far from the movies I've seen that he's done, it's always dark, 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 dark. Yeah. Dark. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what do you think about like Patty Jenkins as a, as with Wonder Woman? Um, the first one? Both of them. So Wonder Woman. I haven't seen and, the new one. I uh, and I don't want to see it because I've, what I've heard is I heard it's terrible. Piece of crap, so. I love the first one, but the, well, the first one is bad. good. First one yeah. is good. And, and the thing is, it's like, you know, people, and this is going to come into controversial territory. Um, oh. I don't necessarily agree with making a, you know, a lot of people who saw the first one, woman, they were like, it has to be done by a female director because if it's not oh. done by a female director, it's going to tarnish the first superhero movie from you know one uh, from Warner Bros. standpoint it needs to be done by a woman now I, I agree there are plenty of female directors that are phenomenal oh yeah I think but I think that with Patty Jenkins she's just not good with superhero movies and the reason why the first one woman turned out so well is because Zack Snyder was uh he co-produced that and he wrote wrote that Patty Jenkins is as far as I can tell is not a great writer um with Wonder Woman 84 she wrote that as far as I understood, Zack Snyder had no part in that whatsoever. Huh. She was she was the writer for that, and it might not just be just her, and, not, and it might be unfair to give her all the blame. But you know, but when you put your name, you know, as the director of the movie, and this is what you shot, one of eighty four. I mean, it was hot garbage. And I would say that, and it's not because she is a woman thing. It's I would say that about any man as well. If any man, if Zack Snyder had made one woman eighty four exactly as it was i would say the exact same thing i'm like zach has lost his touch well, he's going with well, a lighthearted motif that's not him well that's what we we're just saying too about uh whedon that's a guy yeah and he f- hey. yeah. horribly horribly yeah. and speaking of like whatever isn't he like a big social justice warrior too where he's like oh women blah 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 yeah. blah right yes yeah, oh, yeah. right that's what i heard i think he is i think he's yeah. pretty pretty out there but then you hear about the stuff that he's saying to his female, you know, cast, <laughs> Gal Gadot. And, like Gal Gadot, and so forth. And like it's like with Wonder Woman eighty four, it was such a once again like everybody knows who everybody who knows the comics. Wonder Woman it, is is this a water break? <laughs> it's a water water off <laughs> <laughs> to those listening or drinking water. Right now. Yeah, drink exactly. drink your water. Stay hydrated, folks. Um, Gal Gadot, you know she backed up Patty Jen- Jenkins, and that's fine. But that was a it was a horror movie. Everybody who is a fan of Wonder Woman knows she's a warrior. She's not love and peace and so forth. No, she's not. She yeah. is ruthless. And oh, that's she, the route they went. She yes, was even giving uh, Batman, uh, not Batman, sorry, uh, one of the comics. She was even giving uh, Superman a hard time. Oh yeah, because telling him, "Hey, why are you so nice to all these humans? Yeah, you yeah, know kill. we're above them. We're not the same thing." Yeah, she wanted she, to commit yeah. genocide. She wanted yeah, exactly. to kill all criminals. She was like, I, "I'm with. Let's kill all these criminals." Yeah, and it was going back to the injustice uh, timeline. She was ruthless, and yeah. she wanted to be ruthless. She was the the whisper in Superman's ear mm-hmm. to continue on doing what he what he was doing. So it's crazy that people have Wonder Woman. Now, I think they're going back to the Linda Carter, I think you know, back in the day with, you yeah. know, hey, let me spin around and yeah. you know, spin around. And now I'm Wonder Woman. That was cool back in the 70s and 80s and so forth. But yeah, let's talk, let's talk about like, if you want to talk about female empowerment, have a woman superhero who can literally stand up toe to toe. Well, I won't say she can stand up toe to toe to Superman, but she, she has fought Superman before and, yeah. you know, and put, and put some beating on him a little bit. And I know there's, there's power versions of Superwoman who can, who is as strong as Superman, if not stronger. So like, if you're talking about female empowerment, the Snyder cut is by far, I think the best version of Wonder Woman thus far. I agree. Second, second would be Wonder Woman, the original movie. Yeah. And then, Oh well, we can talk about Batman versus Superman. Um, Snyder cut, Batman versus Superman, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, and then and probably in twentieth place is Wonder Woman eighty four. That is by <laughs> far the worst thing that they could have possibly done, and I think they just tarnished the Wonder Woman image in my mind. Like, and people, I've, I've argued with people online. They're like, "This is the the progression." Remember, this is back in eighty four, where you know she's not as bad badass as the Snyder cut version and so forth. And I'm like, "That's complete bull." Hey. First off, she's five thousand plus years old. Second of all, 
uh, how do you go from Wonder Woman 84 where she's kicking Nazis in the face, you know, where yes. where her where he heals and so forth. And then you go to 84 where she's like, I mean, like a lame duck. Like she's just like saying, talking about, I love Steve and, and power, the power in my gauntlets is filled with the love of my ancestors. Like, shut up. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, horrible. exactly. They they come from a warrior tribe. They're warrior yeah. people. Yeah. She's a warrior. She's not like what you would consider to be a, you know, damsel in distress or whatever. She's supposed to be a warrior. She's not prin- just a she's warrior. Not princess peak. She's like a demi- exactly. She's a she has warrior mentality. She doesn't have the mentality of, hey, let's make peace or whatever. She's has the mentality of a warrior. Well, do you know how? Do you know how the women, the Amazonian women of Themyscira, are are, are created? Uh, from clay, right? Well, Wonder Woman no. was right. Wonder Woman was. Yeah, but no, she's really not made from clay. It was you know him. it was something. Zeus, Zeus banged. Uh, uh, the queen of Amazons, but um, so the Amazon <laughs> women, shocker to that, yeah, right, like, like give her that, that electric, <laughs> like, um, <laughs> yeah, believe that, <laughs> uh, but no, um, apparently, so for women at the mascara, so what they would do is the Amazonian women would go out, find uh, ships that would pass by the mascara, they would go on the ships, kill all the kill the men keep some hostage them get pregnant by them and if they had and and once they got pregnant by them they would kill the men and then um if the child was a boy they would kill the boy throw him over they'll throw him over a cliff and if they were a woman they would keep them and turn them to amazonian uh, warriors yeah so So, spartans basically it's pretty much spartans they were the spartans of women and that's, that's what i'm saying like this whole love and you know, peace and so forth. That's not how Wonder Woman and the whole Themyscira um, people are. They're they're warriors. So that's why I, I <clears throat> laugh at the point that people think that uh, <clears throat> the Wonder Woman is all about love. But I mean, she is at a certain point, but she's ruthless towards criminals, especially. Yeah. So that's why I love the fact that in Snyder Cut, all the people that she all those bad guys that she fought in that hostage scene, she ended up really killing. Um, even the last bad guy who was, you know, took the, yeah. the, the she the, turned him into mush. Yeah, she turned him into mush. Yeah. In, this, yeah. in the Whedon version, you don't see what happens to him. And it, they kind of just blow past that. And yeah. I think that's a Warner Brothers decision as well, sure. But, like, that's how she's supposed to be. And I think that's the perfect I think that's the perfect one of them.